Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's Andre. I'm here with Lade Smith. She is a consultant psychiatrist. She's a senior lecturer at South London and Morsley Trust. She is also the Royal College of Psychiatrists rep on the Mental Health Act review that we're talking about today. Hi, Lade. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Hi, Andre. So, really good talk. Really kind of, um, I guess, just kind of setting the scene and showing how terrible the picture is in terms of detentions and people from black and minority ethnic backgrounds. Um, so I wanted to start by asking you, why are people from BAME backgrounds and migrant backgrounds as well so much more likely than bright, white British people to be detained under the Mental Health Act? Do you know, that's a really good question. Um, the answer is we don't know. The problem is that we do know that detention rates have been much higher in BAME people for years. And the evidence is that for the last 40 years, uh, the same thing has been found again and again and again when people have researched it. The problem is that no one's really bothered to ask the question why and there have been lots of assumptions about why it might be that there are higher rates of detention. So for example it's often said that black people are more likely to have psychosis and that's why they're more likely to be detained. The problem with that explanation is that actually just because you've got psychosis it doesn't mean you're going to be detained in the Mental Health Act. So it might explain a little bit of an increase, but it wouldn't explain the significant um, disproportionate increase that you see in black people. Other people say things like, well, it's because um, black people are more violent or black people use more drugs. Actually, the evidence is that the general population, general population of black people, don't use more drugs than white people. Um, and in fact, over the years, the use, substance use has reduced. It is the case that there is more, that, that the clinical population, people who come into hospital, there are high rates of substance use in people who end up coming into hospital. Then you have to ask yourself the question, what's going on with these particular people who are coming into hospital, that they're using much more substances than everybody else? But those questions aren't really being asked. So to your original question, why is it that um, black people are more likely to be detained. Actually, we don't really know, and we don't really know because despite people seeing this again and again and again over the years, no one's bothered to ask the pertinent questions. So these facts, in inverted commas, that we think we know, that, that are permeated through the research over the last four decades, um, I'm, just, I'm just wondering what, what there is in research that can actually help us in this situation. Are you saying that all research in this area is completely biased because they are intrinsically based on these facts? Or are you saying, what are you saying? Is, is so one thing is that the likelihood is that there is some, there's some research that's high quality, that's you know, methodolog methodologically sound, that's um, really looked quite carefully about different ethnic groups and the rates of detention. But most of the research hasn't really done that very well. All they've done is to say there's, there are higher rates of detention and we think, it's, we think the reason why is X, Y or Z. But those explanations have often been either plucked out of the air or based on previous um, research that in, in and of itself had kind of speculated on the reason why without actually having evidence for that. So... There might be one or two papers that have done um, research and has, has shown good evidence, but most of the papers haven't actually. And that's what we found, that up to only about um, up to 50% of the uh, papers actually had provided a, an, any kind of e evidence for their explanation. 
and most of the papers just didn't and that's the problem actually so i guess a solution that i can think of to, to this in terms of how we do research and how we come up with research questions in the first place is you know what's very popular in mental health research at the moment is co-producing it with the people who it matters to so we're asking pertinent questions and we're basing on it basing it on sound methodology and sound evidence-based principles. Do you think we're doing that now, or do you think the system is still biased and racist in itself? Unfortunately, I think that we're not co-producing the questions. That's the first thing. We're not asking the right questions, and we're not asking the right questions in the right way or of the right, of the right people. Uh, co-producing would certainly help that. I don't know if it would answer all the questions. It would, it would, work, it, it would result in better research overall, actually. I think it would. I can't be absolutely sure. The risk is that people are too frightened that maybe somehow they have been um, racist in their conduct of research before, that they turn off from doing any research at all, and it results in um, you know poor re- just poor research, just a different type of poor research. A better way forward would be for people to say, okay, look, we need to start doing this in a different way. We don't yet know what the best way forward is, but in, in order to decide the best way forward, we need to be talking to the people who this directly affects so that we can ask better questions and so that we can work out the better way of doing this research. There is something about longitudinal research and, that's quant- and quantitative research, but there's also something about qualitative research and, how, and, and the type of qualitative research. This is, there are many different types of qualitative research. And it's, it may be the case that some of the traditional researchers aren't so familiar with those different types of qualitative research. And so it is going to re- require people to, if you like, um, step, last, step back a bit and, and reassess what they've been doing. And perhaps that set that things haven't been as good as they could be. It's very difficult when you know, people have had research papers published in really fantastic journals and we looked at these research papers and, and they look like they're great on the face of it. But then you look a bit more closely and you realise that everybody along the way, the researchers, the reviewers, the editors of the journals, have all fallen into the trap of assuming that these explanations were true when in fact they've been based on demographically, you know, demographically bound assumptions about a particular group. It's not going to happen, but let's say next week one of the big research funders gives you £10 million to research this. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Gosh, actually it could happen, Andrea. Hopefully someone's listening who recognises that this is a really important area and that that £10 million would be saved year on year on year if you could do this research better. But what I would do is, very first, first and foremost... I would actually go out and f- to the community, not to people who already have mental health problems, actually. I would go out to the community and I would ask the community what, what issues that they're, they're facing, what are the difficulties, what would make them want to come and use psychiatric services, what would make them more comfortable, what do they think the problems are, and understand a bit better about that. Then ask them about what, why they think people develop mental health problems in the first place and understand a bit more about that and that would generate quite a few questions I think and then have a real think about given the questions that we've we've generated from our discussions with people what's the best way of measuring and finding out what the actual problems are and including in that research what are the interventions that really are going to make a difference. (laughs) 